I'm Ramsey the loud one. I'm Jesse the short one. Put, Put us both, both into, into one. We are. Lots of noise, always too fast. Lots of laughs. Here's our podcast, the loud and short of it. Hi, and welcome to Loud and Short of It. I'm Ramsey the Loud One. And I'm Jesse the Short One. And this week, we've got a variety hour for oh, yeah. you. Mm-hmm. The month we'll of March. We'll be bringing you all the news of March. At the beginning, middle of March. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting time. Really, the news of February is what yeah. we're going to be bringing you. Our best. You don't run a news show. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to, to break from the norm of our past variety hours, one, uh, we will be getting rid of our music category this mm-hmm. month. Because there's just no music news. No. And um, replacing it with movie news. Yeah. This isn't a movie review. It's movie yeah. news. It's all right. You talk about dorky movie news instead of just being like, I really like this movie. And let me segue into this unrelated movie that I also <laughs> like. And uh, we are also going to save politics for last. Yeah. So if you want to cut ahead, I'll put the, uh, the timestamp in there for you. Yeah. So to start off with, we're going to start with a random category. Mm-hmm. Which what is, random what random topic did we bring what up? What zany thing. little tidbit you yeah, got for me just today? A, a goofy one. <laughs> the goofy one is COVID. Oh no. But for the first time ever on our podcast, it's good. It's a positive yeah, thing about welcome COVID. Welcome to John Krasinski's good news. <laughs> <laughs> we will not sell out that hard, but no. we will sell out. Send us an email. Yeah. Um, just want to start off with the best news ever. Mm-hmm. As of right now, 23% of American adults have gotten their first vaccine. So we are working our way there. That's 59% of boomers, people over 65, have gotten it. Mm-hmm. And 69%, or 59%, and 50, 69% of people over 75. Yeah. That got really confusing. Old people, they got yeah. the vax. The stats are right here. Yeah, boom. Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, that vax is coming out, and it's yeah. coming out quick, and it's awesome. Yeah. Check your, uh, if you qualify, check for it and go get signed up. More vaccinated people helps the public. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And if you're afraid of getting the vax, don't be a giant fucking pussy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Needles are scary. I had to get it in front of my dad, and then when I like slightly winced at the needle, he made fun of me in the car for the 15 minutes <laughs> to make sure I didn't have an allergic reaction. Um. Now I got some, so... That, that's kind of the news, but the big thing is that the CDC finally came out and was like, here's some tips today about what you can do after you get your second vax, which okay. is so exciting, because up till then, I, I like tried to Google it, and it was just like, some say you can't, it doesn't change anything, and others are like, fuck it all, yeah. do whatever you want. I got news from my uncles are doctors, and I got news from them. I was talking to them about it, and they were just like, yeah, no, it's pretty much like life back to normal, and then I talked to my other friends who like, didn't have medical degrees for some reason they're like they're like yeah no you can't ever go out uh, still and i was like ah yeah i'm gonna believe them because i'm a fucking doomer mm-hmm. so cdc they're the ones you should believe yeah uh they say you have to wait two weeks after your second vax but what's two weeks now and we're living in this timeless abyss yeah um you still gotta wear your mask in public but i feel like that's just gonna be a thing until you know this is like gone, gone. yeah and then some weirdos are still gonna wear it just because they're fucking weird but. yeah we'll see if i get sick and uh, if it, i'm sick i'll wait. yeah like yeah. even like with the flu or the cold or, or cold or whatever i'm like yeah fuck it they say uh even if you're double vax don't go hang out with grandma anymore don't hang out with like at-risk people if yeah. they're not vaccinated if both of y'all vaccinated you're good um and then they say still no big trips but yeah that's really it if you want to like go hang out with your friends and they're not vaccinated 
you're allowed to do that now. Not you're like ragers or, or concerts, yeah. but you can go hang out with your friends. You're you're how we used to spend our weekdays is probably back to normal now. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say about all these rules is it seems if you keep thinking like, oh, well, they keep changing the rules. It's just like, well, like the rules are going to change as the v- population gets more vaccinated. Like uh, last week, the rules were just like, you can't go out and do anything. It's like, well, that's because if you go out as a vaccinated person, the chances are the people you were hanging out with are not vaccinated. They're going to spread it to each other. Yeah. Um, and we are we're really on a downward trajectory, like separate from the vaccinations less people have been getting it the past couple weeks and less people have been dying less hospitalizations yeah which is very good now texas might fuck all of that up and probably will uh the day after this releases classic um but maybe not (laughs) well yeah they will but like it's nice right now in this moment and you gotta take those you gotta live in the moment um and the uh, last thing that I got to say that has to do with COVID and vaccinations and everything is some states have decided that smoking qualifies you under the 1B category. And I just want to say on the record on YouTube, I think that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. I have a differing opinion on this. From my the research I did, I found out that a lot of smokers are from lower income communities. And it's just like... I read an article that I was initially on the same train with you. The same thing where it was like also the BMI thing. It was just like, it didn't make a ton of sense. But then I found out like obesity is the number one comorbidity. And then smoking is one of the fucking things where it's just like, I was looking at the numbers for lower income communities. Apparently it was 75%. But then I looked onto this fucking article of just like why people in lower incomes don't quit smoking. And then it was just like multiple accounts. People being like, what the fuck do we have left? And I was mm. like, ugh, <laughs> ugh. But uh, also, it's hard to prove you're a smoker. I don't know. Yeah. Open up to the public. <laughs> yeah. Um. But we're looking. Uh, that's another thing that's completely separate. It might be politics. Might have might have broached that topic. But uh, Joe Biden says that everyone that wants a vax will have one by the end of May. So we are at the fucking tail end of this shit. Yeah, that's what's fucking crazy too. Because it was just like, dude, looking back to like fucking December. It still felt like we were in the middle of it. Like it like yeah. nothing was ever gonna change. Like, God forbid something worse happens, you know, like knock on fucking wood. But for now it's like Joe Biden came in and then he was like, Okay, we have a plan. This is the only time I'll fucking be nice to Joe Biden. <laughs> I was like, okay, I still we- don't even know if it's really his fault or things have just, you know, been in motion. But that's politics. Yeah. I don't care. We're happy that COVID's yeah, going yeah, away. Yeah, happy's going away. <laughs> fuck you, Joe Biden. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's instinct. I'm not sorry, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's everything. So that's a that's a good way to start the episode. I'm yeah. happy. I'm yeah, ready. this is the first good news we've gotten with COVID. I fucking I went back and listened to our uh, last March Variety Hour <laughs> where we talked about South by Southwest. It's like Jesus Christ. By the way, nothing that incriminating. I listened back. We were both just like, God, I hope it still happens, but I understand it's fully within the hands of, <laughs> of the CDC. It's just like, yeah, okay, no one could call us fucking idiots for this. Now, I might have said something's off the air. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Very the stupid. living room conversations stay off the books. <laughs> uh, that's enough recounting last year and uh, COVID for now. Uh, yeah. We're going to go into some real important stuff, and that's video games. Mm-hmm. The now, things that got us through the past year. <laughs> no kidding. So, uh, big, big old Microsoft just came in with their uh, with their big guns. We did a story on this a while ago. Um, that They went and they bought Bethesda which has Skyrim, you know, Fallout, all your favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but the EU has approved of the deal. It is fully official. Um, all Bethesda games are going on to Xbox Game Pass, um, your PC Game Pass or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that kind of opens up 
a lot. So right now what we have is that from here on out, are Bethesda games going to be exclusives on PlayStation or on Xbox consoles? I doubt it because Xbox hasn't been pushing that angle at all. If you kind of making that trajectory towards just being like the marketplace to buy things for both PC and their little PC boxes. No, I know, but like, thing is, like, do you think that maybe I think they're gonna stay exclusive to PC and Xbox? I don't think they're gonna give it to PS4 because right now. Microsoft's ecosystem is so much bigger because it, it encompasses PC and, and everything, but, like, Sony has exclusives. Like, Sony is where it's at because of its fucking exclusives. Yeah, the Xbox true. is the stronger console. It's the better console. But the thing is, like, you're not going to have Last of Us 3 on a fucking Xbox. You're going to have Uncharted 5. You're not going to have Spider-Man 2 or whatever. Like, there's you're going to get Halo 7, which nobody wants to fucking play anymore, and Gears of War 10. It's, yeah. it's over. So at this point, like, if Skyrim 2 comes out on Xbox, I'm not going to fucking blame Microsoft. Capitalism is the system we work in, and if they're <laughs> going to benefit from it, fuck it. Um, <clears throat> man, it's so hard to care when I don't own either console. Like, I want to I wanna come in with a hot take, but another part of me is just like, if you're a grown man that can't play these games just stop buying the shitty consoles that don't let you play some of the games yeah i don't give a fuck about old people i care about the kids man mm, <laughs> like my the kids will be happy no matter what they're gonna pick the one with the better shooter and be like that's yeah what we're getting that's perfect but it also is like interesting is like bethesda was working on two sony exclusives before this oh deal that's interesting up. yeah death loop and uh ghostwire which i looked up gameplay for they both look so fucking cool so hmm. it, as of september the messaging was that bethesda was like we're gonna follow through on these promises they're gonna be time exclusives for sony but then like i don't know what that microsoft contract looked like it was in the billions so like yeah. if there isn't a clause in it they're gonna buy out sony's contract then they're just fucked yeah i i wonder that maybe they they put in that they could finish those two games yeah it just seems like from from Microsoft's perspective, if they wrote into the contract that they have to stop the games they're currently making, that doesn't really gain Microsoft much. No one was no one's gonna buy a play, PlayStation Four instead of an Xbox because of one of those two games. Or very few are, and you're just gonna build so much resentment from somebody that was like, "I was excited about that game, and you fucked me." Yeah, see, I understand that, but also that's what everyone said whenever um, the EA contract was given and Lucasfilm games were shut down, like in two thousand. 15 yeah and then that happened and everyone got fucked on that's true and i forget but, um, that microsoft bought out fully bungee yeah and made it 343 studios and then was like oh all that shit you liked it's it sucks dick now yeah here's the worst halo game ever and then one that's okay but not halo yeah i think uh but on the other hand like it gives microsoft like the best bargaining chip to just be like me or like we're, maybe they could work out a deal with playstation where like exclusives become less of a thing where it's like maybe Naughty Dog is the only studio that does PlayStation exclusives, and like maybe God of War comes over and Master Chief Collection comes to PS4. Like mm. it seems like if Microsoft just gets big enough, they could start offering bargaining chips to Sony. But yeah. I don't know how fucking I think that video works game business out works for the consumer. So I yeah. like that idea, but exclusives are bad for the consumer. Yeah. <laughs> they always have been. I just don't see any way uh, Sony survives without it. Uh, what uh, without the what do you without mean without their exclusives? Yeah, no. Why would somebody get it? Uh well, that you would have to explain the PS3 era because yeah. the PS3 era had like fucking dog shit exclusives, except until like the past the the butt end of it, and people were still buying PS3s like crazy because it had a Blu-ray. 
Yeah, I guess. Now that's not a thing anymore, so it doesn't yeah. matter. But also you have to consider, like, no one, here everyone has Xboxes. Like, overseas, everyone has a PlayStation. Mm. My cousins all have PlayStation. They'll never buy anything but PlayStation. Hmm. But, you know, now we're getting into international waters. <laughs> I don't want to get the, the, the waters too, too muddy. Xbox, do the right thing. Fucking get rid of exclusives. Yeah. Become a giant monopoly so we can eventually break you the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like it now. <laughs> Now, going off video games, we're going to slide into into television. Yeah. And now this is just video games all over again. Mm-hmm. Last of Us series from HBO has officially cast its Joel and Ellie. We got Pedro Pascal as Joel. He's the Mandalorian. He's in Game of Thrones. He's the biggest guy right now. Yeah, he's everyone's Can't favorite. Go four days without somebody telling me <laughs> something about this guy. Or seeing a fucking fan cam on Twitter. <laughs> uh, and then we have another Game of Thrones alum, Bella Ramsey, who was the... Do you remember the like little kid who was like super badass? Not Arya. She was like, oh, this is so hard. You're never going to yeah. get this. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, she was like... Uh, most people who've seen Game of Thrones know Bella Ramsey. She's just like a, a young kid. She's like 13. So mm-hmm. she's perfect for Ellie. But um, there's a lot of arguing about on Twitter about this, like with Pedro Pascal, and I don't know where I come down on it. For the first yeah, time, he's a not new- rugged enough. I w- that was my that's my yeah. first initial thought is like Joel's supposed to be like a man's man, like yeah. as much as you like to a to a video game level aesthetic yeah. of being like this, not like a normal human being. He is so insane. Yeah, the only thing, the only issue I ever had with Joel is like in games, I thought he was like too hot. I was like, they, if they wanted to make this realistic, they should have made Joel fucking uglier. <laughs> yeah, there's no dad bod going on with that dad. No, that man is just shredded. But then, like, you look at Pedro Pascal, and it's just like, this is one of the only times where casting has come up, and I've just been like, I don't know if I trust the casting directors because mm. he just feels like the hot thing right now, and like, yeah, definitely, he already that. plays a dad. I feel like in Mandalorian, like mm. he's fucking dad to baby. I've just, I've worried that it's like, oh yeah, he's good at this. We'll throw him in this. Maybe the auditions came through and he just fucking walloped it, but he just seems soft and he's not like it he doesn't also, seem big enough. I, I don't know. Definitely see from like a from from a, a standpoint of marketing decision, they're like, this is a a video game show. We're not sure what the demographics are gonna be. There's not that many video game shows that have come out so far that haven't been dog shit. Yeah, and then they so, but a way that you could easily bring in an entire fan base is picking the, one of the hottest actors that's here right now. That's so fair. whether or not he's perfect for the role or not, he's going to make a shitload of people watch this that yeah. otherwise wouldn't have given a fuck. They would have been like video games. I don't know that. I yeah, don't care. it's also one of those things where I'm just like, ah, oh, it's not perfect to me. But uh, but I think that like. Pedro Pascal is going to do fine as Joel. Joel's not the most fucking complex character ever. <laughs> he's one of my favorites, but like he's not a fucking hard one to pin down. Yeah. Um, I'm more excited about the Ellie casting, honestly, because it's like this is one of the first times where like it's been a child who's need, need to be An cast. Actual, into, yeah. yeah. Like this, it's going to be jarring to see this 13 year old fucking stab someone in the throat, and you're gonna be like, oh fuck. This isn't a video game. <laughs> yeah, and it's HBO, right? Yeah, so, so this like, is gonna be fucked. Get yeah, yeah, gonna get gritty with it. I uh I just I hope they get deeper in the game. I hope there's a, there's a way they can do it. There's just I think that I, I don't know if they've already kind of released a little bit of how they're going to go about it, but I hope it kind of to an extent just doesn't care what the game did. Like to cuz you can't. Like if you just did it blatantly, if you try to copy the game too much, it's going to be a terrible show. It's just yeah. not going to work. My 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 fear is like if they did go like beat for beat and copy the show, it would ju- it would be a 6 out of 10. You'd be mm-hmm. like, all right, we saw this already. Like, you couldn't really do this better than in the game. Yeah. I think that um, 
I personally, I when I heard Last of Us was being developed, I didn't want Joel and Ellie in it. I was like, there's no mm, fucking point. You just wanted that world. Yeah, I was like, the you're you're either, a you're gonna outpace this story and do it differently, which I'm gonna hate because fucking <laughs> Last of Us is my favorite thing ever, or you're just gonna like fuck it up terribly, and miss the point. But some of the original writers were on the game of it, so I I feel hopeful. I just uh, it was odd to me because it was the first time like in forever I saw a casting and I wasn't like 15 and mm. I was like, oh yeah, this might be bad. <laughs> but who knows? I have faith in you, Pedro Pascal. I'm excited just in general because as long as this doesn't turn out to be dog shit, it means they're going to keep doing it with more and more games and we're just going to see all these cross different things being made yeah. part of the same thing over and over again. I want a I Kingdom Hearts show more than fucking anything. They are I, making one. Because I don't want to play the games. <laughs> I hope, for the love of God, when they make the Kingdom Hearts show, they just make it animated, which so far it isn't from, from the one rumor article i saw mm. and that's going to be a fucking nightmare yeah speaking of casting there is not a person in the world you can cast as like the kingdom hearts characters that 400 weird weeby fans are not gonna start screaming at you about. yeah like it's not gonna work i was on uh this, this is the last thing we'll go off of that i was on tiktok and i saw this tiktok of someone cosplaying as sora and they were stitching it with the mandalorian super well done mm. but like it was sora like as a person but with the makeup to make up like a cartoon talking to mandalorian and i felt like sick looking at it <laughs> it was very scary his shoes were fucking huge <laughs> he did not nothing about him screamed human to me <laughs> leave it as a fucking cartoon yeah yeah. It is like it's fucking anime. Make it into an anime. Who cares? No, don't do that, please. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, that's all we got for television. Yeah. Now we'll go through the movies one pretty fast. It's not. It's really not hard to grasp. I uh, like it because uh, it's the second month in a row where the topic is cancel yeah. culture. Pepe Le Pew is canceled. That dirty, bum, 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 weird bum. fucking skunk is it no more. It came out that he voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, Pepe Le Pew wears a fucking Trump hat. <laughs> uh, Pepe Le Pew, uh, if you've uh, at all read anything about this, I feel like this is pop. This pops up once a year in yeah, some well, fucking if, headlines. If you're under the age of, I don't know how. I bet people don't know who Pepe Le Pew is. Really? He's a little skunk that likes to bang other skunks, and he gets real creepy about it. Yeah, he was a cartoon from the olden times. Yeah, so like. Yikes! <laughs> it's just—it's bad. You can assume what the fuck Pepe Le Pew is about. But uh, a year ago, he got edited out of Space Jam, and then recently, Warner Brothers or whatever was just like, "We're not gonna feature him in future projects." And I was like, "Yeah, no fucking shit." <laughs> but now everyone—I've—I've I've seen the fucking right coming up, be like, "Why are they all canceling cartoon characters?" And this goes in the fucking Dr. Seuss thing, mm-hmm. where people are mad that they're canceling Dr. Seuss comics that were very racist. No one's pulling Dr. Seuss books off the shelves. Yeah. Uh, it's it's an odd it's an odd fucking and also it's he another also thing. Can't cancel Dr. Seuss. It's just the people that. This is my inherent problem with any time cancel culture gets brought up. It's usually not that things are being canceled. It was that people that print books were like, we don't want to print those books no more. Yeah. And then the people that own the rights to those books were like, ah, oh, yeah. We're gonna. We're not gonna worry about that no more. Yeah. Because those books didn't sell anyways. That's the end of that yeah. conversation. The people, the the capitalists were saying this isn't good for business, and the people who love capitalism would be like, "You're doing this because it makes the anti-capitalists happy." <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Fuck off. Cancel culture only exists because nobody stops fucking talking about it. The only people who get canceled are people who did things that they should lose their fucking job over. Yeah. But 
something amazing did come out of this, mm. which is that a bunch of weird two online conservatives, which there's a lot of two online progressives yeah. that never leave their fucking computer. But the flip end of that, they decided to buy Dr. Seuss books mm-hmm. to own the libs. And they just bought normal Dr. Seuss books that had nothing yeah. to do with this, like red fish, blue fish, one fish, two fish. <laughs> Bro, the fucking here's a who. I saw this one where it was like his tweet of some dude would be like some Republicans read it, it's like red fish, blue fish, like damn, this is just like America. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Dr. Seuss books, like it with a fucking conservative family, like and they're all carrying guns, and I was like, man. Relax. <laughs> this is this is an odd thing to put your entire identity behind. Where you're like, I, I'm gonna buy out children's books. Like you're not saving culture. You're fucking destroying it. We're about to hop into politics. Where I'm gonna say a lot of mean things. So I'd like to say one nice thing, to having to do with this. Okay. I think it's really nice that right now we have a president and a senate where things like this Dr. Seuss stuff got brought up. And I didn't read one thing about the president telling me how he feels about it. He was like, Joe Biden <laughs> eviscerates Dr. Seuss. I was very happy. If he had, if I had had to read in the news that Dr. Seuss was defending or that, <laughs> that Biden was defending Dr. Seuss or being like, it's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Just, sh- just shut the fuck up. And that's what you've done. Yeah. And I love it. No one cares. What Biden, the president did, Biden didn't slam or condone Dr. Seuss's actions. And journalism nice. thanked him for it. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, man. All right. You ready to get into the, the big one? Yeah. Now, this is what I assume you all tuned in for. It's very important. Yeah. You guys are probably getting them stimmies. This is, our, I think, our third episode now that's mostly about stimulus. Yep. Because it's our third stimulus. Give me the cash. Give us give the, the cash. fucking cash that you owe us. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to give a real quick timeline, and I want you to pop in when you got something nice to say or something mean to say. Oh, I was about to say, uh, I thought you weren't going to say mean mm-hmm. to say. I was like, no, I don't no, have no, anything I nice want. to say. Okay, I'm just going to start from the very beginning. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden makes $15 minimum wage one of the key parts of his platform. Cringe. He really, he really went for it when Bernie dropped out because mm-hmm. Bernie was like, hey, I'll drop out, but you've got to give me some good things. Yeah. That was one of the things. Said, I will fight for it. Mm-hmm. Then Joe Biden and Warnock, when, when the Georgia special elections were coming up, they were like, we will give you $2,000 checks. I believe the word was $2,000 checks the second that we get into office. Yep. Even put up tweets with $2,000 checks, yep. 2000 in that check line. There was no math equation, Mm-mm. liberals. There was no math equation. <laughs> no math it equation. was a flat $2,000. That's what I said. That's what I said. Then, uh, obviously, that $15 minimum wage, that only happens if Joe wins the presidency, mm-hmm. which he did. And obviously, that 2000 only happens if Democrats control the Senate, which they do. Then, weeks and weeks go by. Okay. There's nothing's going on. Yeah. There's a whole lot, of, whole lot of bickering, whole yeah. lot, a whole lot of silly stuff. None of, none of that stuff we were promised that would happen the second that it yeah. went down. Um, then what happened? Oh, Joe Biden. He shows up, does a little tricky with us. He yeah. goes, 2,000, what makes up 2,000? Yeah, like, he threw, the parentheses. He threw like, the parentheses in there. He yeah. made us do PEMDAS yeah, and fucked us. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 1,400 plus 600. So apparently Trump's 600 takes away from Joe Biden's 2,000. He yeah. only owes us 1,400. That's some oh that's gosh. some math where if you owed somebody money and you weren't the government, yeah. but your kneecaps blown the fuck out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, apparently try pulling that math with Tony Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna end up on a T-shirt. 
So, uh, yeah, then, then it just seems like everyone just got on board with that, even, like, progressives in the house, which was fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, AOC, Rashida Tlaib, all of them were like, yeah, it's 1400. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. I guess. Uh, <laughs> but the house passed that. Boom. We're going to get yeah. everyone 1400 and a whole bunch of other stuff and $15 minimum wage. Yeah. Everyone was like, boom. Most progressive president says FDR. We're going we're gonna to fucking get this. Oh, God. Um. It's a stimulus bill. That's the name of the bill. Yeah. Stimulating. Nothing is more stimulating than $15 minimum wage. No. Imagine tens of millions of Americans almost doubling how much money they have. Yeah. That would stimulate an economy. Oh, yeah, quite a bit. It rise all boats. That's <laughs> how things work. Your little stocks you've been playing with, the money your dad gave you, yeah, Boom. they would go up. Just soar. Oh, and the, the, the little hot and spicy McChicken you get from McDonald's wouldn't cost $15. Yeah. Wouldn't no. cost $7. <laughs> it would cost like $1.70 because you're not willing to pay $17 for it. Uh, Let's get to the next one. Okay. Boom. Now, got to put some groundwork here. This would never pass in the Senate because mm -hmm. of silly filibuster rules that have been added where you don't really have to filibuster. Lots of people know what filibustering is, where you mm -hmm. go up and you talk forever. One person can delay a vote. You've seen the West Wing. But there's a new filibuster rule that basically says you have to have 60% of the Senate for something to pass, which is just absurd, mm -hmm. and it's just a way to slow down the already useless fucking Senate we have. Yeah, of course. So... There's this fancy way that you can get it in called reconciliation, where you're like, this is a budget proposal, which means it can pass with 50. And you're like, ah, okay, we'll play the tricky game. So they're like, we'll use this. Is there one trick? You can do it once a year. They're like, we'll, we'll, we'll pull the tricky. Then, unelected. Is that real? You can do it once a year? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, it's question. It's, it's a whole legal I thing, maybe twice a year. I hate bureaucracy. Um, but yeah, just more bureaucracy. The Senate gets to pick a Senate parliamentarian. This is unelected. Person never ran for office, does nothing. This is just a lawyer. This lawyer can be replaced at any moment. Just a useless position. Is this what it's like? No power. Is this what it's like to hear me talk about the force? Mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. So basically, all you gotta know is they have to they have to pass this bill the tricky way. Yeah. Person that's in charge of whether they're allowed to do that, which has no power. They just get to like say if they like it or not mm -hmm. that person's like hey i don't like that you can't do 15 dollars minimum wage the tricky way all that they would have to do is have 50 people vote and say you're wrong which they already had to do for the bill to pass so they should already have those votes because there's 50 democrats you just all have to vote together you're in one party your party's platform says 15 dollars minimum wage but Kamala didn't want to do it. Yeah. Joe Biden didn't want to do it. And a bunch of other dipshit Democrats didn't want to do it. They keep wondering why the Democrats will never stay in power. It's because they don't move as a fucking unit. Yeah. Republicans are built on one fucking idea, and it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> but they all believe in it. They do. Yeah. And they don't, yeah. They're not lying when they say that that's what they want no. to do, and then they do everything they can to do it. The best thing organized religion ever did was keep, <laughs> keep Republicans all together, for them at least. Bad for the rest of us. Um, so, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so then he goes to the Senate, and the Senate's like, okay, well, we'll take that $15 out. We'll, we'll just do that. And then they were like, the Republicans were still like, we're not going to fucking vote for it. So then they were like, okay, hmm. we'll uh, make it so instead of $400 for unemployment, it's $300. And they were like, no, still not that into that. Then they were like, okay, well, we'll have a little bit less money for state and local governments. And the Republicans were still like, mm, no, we're not into that. Then they compromised in a couple other like little sly ways to be like, please, please. Be yeah. And then Republicans still didn't do it. 
So then they just passed it the way it was after arguing, compromising with themselves. You're telling me for, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the party of bipartisanship mm-hmm. couldn't get any Republicans. Not, but Jesse, they wouldn't have won. Uh-huh. They wouldn't have won without the bipartisan potential. I would just like to say that I was wrong. And if Bernie Sanders was president, he wouldn't have worked across the aisle. And then he would have gotten zero Republican voters. He would have gotten zero votes from the Republican Senate. Yeah. Just like Joe Biden. <laughs> exactly the same as yeah. Joe Biden. So, uh, yeah, it passed the Senate. Every um, argument without against- the $15 minimum wage. Yeah. Bernie Sanders said, fuck y'all, and he just put up $15 minimum wage as its own bill just to force people to have to say how they were, how they feel about that. Mm-hmm. And it was surprising and fun. Now, yeah. this is a separate bill, not the fancy one. So it, it needed 60 votes to pass. Easy way to just fake it and say, oh, I'm for that, and you know it's going to fail anyways. Yeah. But could are Democrats even smart enough to play that political game? Fuck no, they're not. Eight Democrats voted no and said fuck you. One of them did a dance and voted no. Yeah, and they, brought cake. And brought cake. <laughs> a Marie Antoinette motherfucker yeah, showed up there's and voted a, no. Twitter eviscerated them, and I don't even know if I want to do the same. I would just like to hate them for the rest of my life. <laughs> so as it stands right now, it is past the Senate without the $15 minimum wage, and it's just got to go past the house which it should do very easily mm-hmm. unless progressives decide to grow a pair of nuts and say we won't sign this unless it has the 15 dollars minimum wage yeah which would be baller and fucking crazy because then people wouldn't get their checks yeah it would cost mayhem and i don't know if it'd be good or bad but it'd be it shows it'd be. some fucking nuts <laughs> it shows some nuts it would be um and then joe biden's just gotta sign it and we probably will have checks within the end of this month if yeah. we have the direct deposit set up and everything. That's pretty sweet. I think, um, real quick, before we move on, I, I would like to ask you this. How many of those eight Democrats think are going to win re-election? Uh, the, the problem is the majority of those are the seniors uh, of the Senate seats, and they won't be up for another four or six years. Uh, yeah, so they're just I playing that long that game. Specifically. Yeah, and the other problem is... That some of them are in safe seats where they're just set no matter what. Like Joe uh, Manchin fucking can't lose. Like yeah. I'd like to say, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna primary him, but he's not gonna get primary. He's gonna win. Yeah. Um But the argument to say that this ha- like if you're in a purple state that could go either way, that you just couldn't vote that way is bullshit because Georgia j- is the first red state to flip blue in a long fucking time, and both Georgia senators voted yes for minimum wage, and that might keep them, might keep Georgia blue, because at least Georgia can see, oh, our guys are fighting for us, it's the rest of the Democrats that don't give a fuck, and all of the Republicans that don't give a fuck. Yeah. The party's eating itself, I like it a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And then I've just got, I've got some nice things to say to end on. Okay. Since I didn't, wow, I went over on that. Really, really went on a rant there. Yeah, whatever. Um, (laughs) You got four minutes. $300 a week unemployment. Boom. That's Mm -hmm. pretty nice, but less than what Trump gave, so. Yeah, wasn't it 600? Yeah. Jesus, so, man. yikes. Uh, $1,400 for individuals making uh, 80K or less, which it was higher under yeah, it Trump. Yeah, 120. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah. It's, yeah, less people get the money. Yeah. And Trump, if you remember, gave us $1,800, and Biden's only given us $1,400. Didn't he give us $1,600? He gave us 1200 and the $600. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, quick math. Yeah. Uh, this gives a massive and i mean unprecedented level massive tax cut for families which is Mm. so cool 
Um, basically, if you have a kid, you instantly get like $3,000 off your taxes per kid. But oh, then you great. also, if you spent any money on that kid, it's like all the way up to like another $4,000 per kid that you can write off your taxes. Jesus. So if you have like a three-kid household, you yeah. like have like $20,000. Go buy a just... scanner and start scanning all of your receipts. Yeah, you can save a fuckload. Yeah. Um, it also gives a bunch of money to vaccines. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. It uh, gives a bunch of money to schools for them to reopen, which I don't know if that's a good idea, but it's it's money to school, so that's nice. If yeah, if the, if the vaccinations come in and these are for funding, if it's funding, like well, I don't know, the schools are gonna fuck it up. And the problem is that you can't vaccinate children yet. It's sixteen and up for the vaccines. Yeah. Um, and then they're giving a bunch of money to states and cities to help out, which is cool because that's the big part that Republicans hated. They were fine with the money directly to people, but they didn't want to help states because. They're idiots. Odd. Um, and then it extends the eviction notice all or the eviction delay all the way till September. Which I still am like cancel evictions. <laughs> <laughs> just cancel it. I don't. I don't know how it all works. But Jesus Christ, it seems like one of those things was just like this is like the ultimate emergency. It's perfect for canceling evictions. Man, we just said we're gonna end it nice. Fuck you, Joe Biden. No, you don't get I, shit yeah, from no, me. No, I don't want to say anything <laughs> nice because we're the, we're the only first world country that's dealing with shit like this. We're getting hyped yeah. about a $1,400 check we're gonna get when other states, when other countries have been receiving that shit monthly. Yeah. Along with rent and mortgage forgiveness. So like, <laughs> they were, we, they've thrown us our breadcrumb and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me, give me. How much oh, and the How much tax- were those bombs, Joe? <laughs> Dropping a lot of bombs for somebody that owes me two thousand bucks. <laughs> All right, what was the last thing you were gonna say? That's it. Yeah, that's everything. All right, well, we're getting some stuff. It's uh, it's getting better, and it is a bit. It's it's better and under Biden, but like, the fight's never gonna end. It is going to be insane because he is. I I'm just guessing that he is going to have one of the most insane approval ratings of all time. Yeah, just because COVID is gonna end. Assuming nothing drastic happens, which you should never assume, but yeah. the economy is going to fucking soar yeah. the second that they're like, you're allowed to go outside again. Yeah. And then schools are going to reopen and people are going to be happy and people are going to attribute that to Joe Biden, yeah. whether that's really a good th- anything that he yeah. did or not. I'll never show my budget on the show or to anyone, but if you saw the budget I had that I put away for months for specifically going out for the next three months, <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> All spending locally though, so hell yeah. Uh, well, you know what we did we did news this mo- we did news this week, and uh, I feel like we got more good news than usual. I agree. Yeah, look out for that stimulus check. Um, spend it however you need. <laughs> yes, and spend it. Yeah, spend it fun. <laughs> yeah, what do we and got next week? Catch us next the next two weeks. For okay. Two in the labs. Ah, oh, per our, our patented two <laughs> two in the lab a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a world! All right, y'all. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.